0: Hello, this is Joseph Carlson, and this is episode 79 of Gaming with Grief. And I'm calling this episode For Annie, and I will talk about that uh, in a minute. Um, Again, I've said this a lot, but this podcast will hit my website, www.gamingwithgrief.com, Monday morning at 7 a.m. So go there, leave a comment, let me know what you think of the show. Um, and, yeah, just generally let me know what you think. Also, go to iTunes. Uh, the podcast is there. It is the Gaming with Grief podcast with Joseph Carlson. It's got a black background. Uh, like, subscribe, all that kind of stuff. Give me the stars. Give me the reviews. Let me know what I can do to improve the show. And if you want to drop me a line directly, go to GWGpodfellows at gmail.com. And I keep forgetting to do this, but I am on Twitter. Uh, my Twitter handle is just little joe. That's all lowercase. Just little joe at Twitter. Uh, so go there. Uh, you know, sh- shoot me a like. I'll try to promote this a little bit more, a little bit better. Uh, but yeah, that's the intro. So again, not again. But um, you know, this was supposed to be the second part of the Dragon Age. Um, this week was supposed to be the second part of the Dragon Age. Uh, kind of review talk where we're going to go through episodes 11 uh, or levels episodes well they were episodes Uh, levels 11 through 20 uh, Martin talked more about his character and things like that Uh, that has already been recorded so it's ready to go but what happened it was probably late Thursday night early Friday morning is that my cat my cat I don't know why I said it like that my cat Annie uh, she passed away so um, my wife and I talked about it Friday night and you're gonna hear that in a couple minutes but um, yeah you know when you know I think I talked about it in the episode a little bit but death is death and um, you know if you've experienced grief or death or anything like that uh, for me anyway it kind of brought back feelings of more death the fact that 2020 has been a really difficult year for a lot of people Um, You know, luckily, uh, my family and friends have been healthy. No one's been sick, but I know there's a lot of people around the world. uh, Their relatives have passed away because of COVID or probably just general, you know, like a heart attack, maybe a car accident. It's probably been a really rough year for a lot of people. A lot of people have been laid off. My wife has been furloughed. Uh, It's been tough, and so this was just another part of the year that made it tough. You know, it it is a cat. It is, I guess, just an animal, but I believe she's about 15 years old, so, you know, um, she was my grandma's cat, which I talk about in the episode a little bit with my wife, uh, and I got her after my grandma passed away, and so I'd had her for at least 10 of those 15 years, if not more, um, because I didn't get her as a kitten, and I didn't have an age... Uh, I didn't know, you know, when was, she was giving me, I didn't know her age, so it's hard to tell how old she really was, but it was uh, it was pretty, it's pretty sad. And again, if you experience death or grief, you know, if you experience another one, um, then you just, you know, all the feelings come flooding back. I started thinking about my grandmother more, and that made me think about my mother and reflect on that. In the episode, I did tie it back to gaming because, as my wife and I talked about, I did some research. There has been cats in video games and so what I did is compile a list of kind of like cats and games that had to do with gaming that uh, with grief. Nino you know, Cooney I mentioned in the episode. You know your mother gets sick in the beginning of that in the game, and uh, there is a cat king uh, in that. Any he um, he, uh, he appears later in the game. Anyway, we talk about that. So we we try to tie it back to gaming because I'm playing a game for a review right now, and there's a very adorable cat in the game, and you can just snuggle with the cat, and that will make me think more about cats and Annie it will mean more I think in the game than it did before so it is kind of all connected so um, without further ado um, here is uh, my wife and I talking about um, you know our cat Annie passing away so next week we'll pick up with the Dragon Age thing Uh, you'll hear the second part but we did this episode because Annie passed away and she was a good cat so she deserves an episode so be safe out there, guys. Uh, you know, have a happy Thanksgiving, and uh, I guess I'll talk to you guys next week. Hello, this is Joseph Carlson, and this is a terribly special episode of Gaming with Grief. Uh, my wife is here. Hello. Yeah. Uh, so today, uh, I'll have the intro and stuff before all this. But uh, today, our cat Annie uh, passed away early this morning. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was terrible I saw her pass away uh, like the moment of death which is bad it was very um, terrible I've been thinking a lot about everybody that's died because of that hmm it was a, it's a big deal you know once you experience something like like grief and death um, yeah and then it happens again you start thinking about it again it so. just
1: highlights every everyone else
0: yeah, that's passed away. Like, we were talking mm-hmm. about our friend Ben that passed away. Mm-hmm. Obviously, our kids. Mm-hmm. Uh, my parents. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I thought of my grandma, because uh, we're doing this whole episode uh, for the cat, Annie. Uh, I know she's just a cat, quote-unquote, but, you know, she's a member of the family. We've had yeah. her for 10 years or whatever. I I acquired Annie. Uh, I guess I adopted her. I want to say it was in 2005 or so, 2006, my grandma had passed away and uh, my relative was just going to put Annie down, which is not cool. Uh, so, uh, I took Annie, because I did. I just didn't want her to get put down. That seemed kind of mean for that to happen. So, I took the cat. She hid uh, in the laundry room and other rooms for a long time, put her food out. She finally um was my cat after a while. Uh, my grandma got her actually at a Walmart in California when my grandma lived in California. She was a kitten. And uh, I guess the she had she was in one of those... I'm not good with cat breeds. She was orange and white. and uh,
1: Beautiful cat. Green uh, eyes. Yeah,
0: green eyes. Uh, and she kept seeing this kitten around the Walmart parking lot when she would go get groceries. And it was like two weeks. You know, first week she sees a cat. Got a bunch of groceries. She asked somebody, where does that... Where's that cat? You know, is anybody on that cat? And the greeter was like, no, nobody. And just keeps showing up by the door. And she said, well, it's not going to be an orphan anymore. So um, I think it was, it wasn't even a week. She told me it was a couple days. She went and got Annie and uh, got her shots, got her all checked out. And then Annie was her cat. And then, uh, unfortunately, you know, um, and Annie did the stereotypical things that most cats do. Is when my grandma was the owner of the cat, she fed Annie. She loved Annie. They cuddled all the time. If you went over to visit my grandmother and went to pet Annie, she would do the cat thing where she would bend out of the way because she didn't want you to touch her. She's like, y- I don't know you. You're not my owner. <laughs> um, but that changed. Uh, you know, Unfortunately, my grandma passed away. Um, and then I I acquired Annie. I got Annie. And uh, it was rough at first because I'm more of a dog person. Uh, but Annie totally stole my heart. She's a good kitty. She hid a lot, obviously, because, you know, they're in a new environment. They don't know what to think of you. And, uh... Yeah, it was rough. Uh, she, it's been a couple weeks. Uh, you know, I, she was in the house, obviously, uh, before I even met Carla. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, she would... we have hard. I have hard well, we have hardwood floors. And she'd do that thing at three in the morning when she'd run back and forth on the hardwood floors. Oh, yeah. And we were like, this is not good at all. She needs to stop doing this. So we put her in the laundry room. We had a bed and everything. It was warm. Uh, but I always knew it was morning because she'd scratch at the door and want to get out. And so she, uh, we let her out and run around. But it's been the past couple of weeks. She's just been eating less.
1: Very just, lethargic.
0: Yeah, just hanging out. She literally just has been hanging out in front of our heater. Mm-hmm. Um, and then just stopped eating. And then uh, it's been about a week. Monday was the last time she ate food. Today's Friday. We're recording this on Friday. Um, and uh, yeah, she just, she passed away this morning. You got up at like 11 and said she was okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I got up about... 233 and she, had, she passed uh, we think she had just passed yeah she it was not good I don't want to go into details but it wasn't good um, but yeah you took her in mm-hmm. uh, we're going to have her cremated we get one of her paw prints we do which is nice we'll mm-hmm. get some of her we'll get her ashes she's being cremated alone
1: yes it's a private cremation
0: um, yes uh, it is very sad and of course with her passing like we said in the beginning you start thinking about everybody else
1: it just seems when they put animals in with other animals for cremation, it, you know, you're, they're part of your family, so private cremation is just her, and then she comes back to you, which yeah. she's part of your family. Yeah,
0: I understand. Um, you know, it is a budgetary thing for some people, you know? Like, maybe they can't afford... I don't yeah. know what the difference was. Uh, but, I mean, we had the option, and we wanted to do private, mm-hmm. you know? Um We did wrap her up in a blanket this morning before you took her in. She looked like she was sleeping. Mm -hmm. So that was good. Um, But yeah, so um, what I've done, there's two things I've done. One, um, you're going to hear some clicking of the mice because I want to show my wife some stuff online. But my grandmother was a massive, uh, I'm not going to say boozer, uh, but every day she made a, she called it her heart medication. I don't know (laughs) if you guys can hear this. Probably not. Uh, It's just liquid. But basically, I've mixed a vodka, absolute vodka, sparkling water, and a lime, a quarter of a lime. Threw it in there. Don't worry. It's not a lot, but it is pretty strong. My wife saw it and was like, oh, my God. So I'm going to toast my mom, my grandma. Well, my mom, too. I'm going to toast her. Toast my grandmother, and I'm going to toast Annie. So here we go. Mmm. Wow, that is mostly vodka, I'm not going to lie. Do you want just a sip? I mean... You're going to do just a sip. She's just going to do a sip, everybody. She's not really... Ah, yeah. Oh. Yeah, it was a lot. Oh, it was a lot. Oh my God. It was a lot of vodka. Our dogs are very concerned right now. Oh, um,
1: that... All right, that's all you.
0: Yeah. So, um, what's going to happen is... Um, it is a gaming thing. This is a gaming podcast. So, what I've actually done is I've actually done research... I've looked online and I found a list of cats that are in games now here's the deal since this is a podcast about gaming and grief it would not be right to just list every cat that has been in games I did the most the top three searches on Google uh, there was GameSpot um, and two other people that I now forget but it was the top three hits if you if you put cats in video games you get tons of lists obviously a lot of them repeat but what I'm gonna do is I'm going to show my wife, some of the photos of these cats. So the first cat is called uh, Kabagane from Okami, which was a game that came out. It was developed by Capcom. and came out in 2006. Uh, basically, you were a wolf in like a painterly art style trying to save the world from darkness with a paintbrush. And there was a cat. Actually, I don't think I'm going to show that one because it's very painterly. It, it looks very good. But... Uh, Yeah, that's probably the top cat that I found that kept coming up in lists. Uh, The next cat was just an orphan kitty uh, from Shenmue, which is an old game that came out on the Dreamcast in 1999. It was developed by uh, Sega, and it's kind of the prototype of an open-world game. You know, a lot of people say that uh, you uh, walk around in it, you don't do a lot. But the idea is that uh, there was a very adorable photo of a kitty in this, and it was an orphan cat, so I thought it should go on the list. Um, it was cute, uh, the write-ups said that it was very adorable, there was a photo, but again, it was an old game, I think it's been remastered, but I don't think it really does the cat justice. The next one, I had played the game, but I didn't see this cat, so I don't know, I, I guess I just didn't get far enough in the game, his name's King Tom from Nino Kuni, Wrath of the White Witch, it came out uh, in 2011, it was on the PS3 Studio Ghibli, a massive Japanese animation studio, did an amazing job. Uh, animating him. He was a king, which is pretty cool. The whole thing, uh, I am going to actually focus on this on the podcast later, because the idea is you're basically playing a Japanese anime, which is a redundant statement. If you're playing an anime, you're uh, a little boy, his mom dies in the beginning, or she's sick. She's on her deathbed. You go to this like other world to try to save her, and that's where you meet King Tom. He's ruling a kingdom. I played the game. I haven't beat it. I definitely want to talk about it for the game, because I definitely got some feels playing it, because I played it after my mom passed away. So, um, But I will be covering that uh, in, I don't know, greater detail later. And what else? So that has actually been remastered. So if anybody actually wants to try it out, it's on PS4, Xbox. Uh, it's on the Switch. You can play it on the Switch. Obviously, it doesn't look great on the Switch. I know on the PS3 it looked amazing. Studio Ghibli has done, you know, Howl's Moving Castle. They've won awards for their animation to paint. So it is, when, even when you're moving through the open world, uh, Level 5 did that. It's got the same animation style. The voice acting is impeccable. There's a lot of UK voices. Uh, Drippy is a lamp that's sentient, and I think it's a Welsh actor. He sounds amazing. Uh, even the few hours I played of the game, I just wanted to hang out with Drippy. He was pretty amazing. But that is also another cat that hit the list that I think has to do a lot with grief. Uh, you're in a kingdom that is being affected by emotions. A little bit I played in the game, you're trying to take emotions from people, trade them around so if someone's sad, then you make them happy, stuff like that. Um, and the last one that I'm actually going to this is what I'm going to show my wife. Uh, Monster Hunter World came out in 2018, in January of 2018. It was developed by Capcom. It was on the Xbox One, PlayStation 4. Um, it doesn't run on the Switch. But they are making figurines, they're amiibo, the amiibo, um, that they make uh, There we go They're making Amiibo on the sets You can go look at them and see what they look like And they're just little figurines you can buy And they're like 12 bucks a pop I'm definitely going to order one of these They look really am- cute
1: Oh the sh- detail on that is really Yeah amazing.
0: I'm showing my wife a photo of it right now It looks amazing I don't know if you can spin it But you can kind of see there's like a ninja sword It's basically a ninja cat It's a Siamese ninja yes.
1: cat and, uh, I mean, cats are already adorable, but uh, putting this on top of the cat,
0: that's uh, pretty cool. Now, I know you don't like games like, you don't like Monster Hunter, but it is no. on Game Pass. And you do get a cat in the game, and the cat cooks for you. It cooks your meals. And it can, fo- now my wife's paying attention. She's very seriously staring at me and not blinking. Uh, <laughs> it cooks you meals when you're in town, and then when you're on the road, it helps you out. I think it gives you items. I haven't played Monster Hunter World, but... There's a new one coming out for Switch. You can have a Palico. There's also a Malamute amiibo. Let's see if I can search it. I probably spelled it wrong. It's probably not. It's gonna come back. No, what are you talking about? Um I'll have to I'll I'll have to do a Google search. But it is also very now I know it's a dog, but uh it is very adorable. So we'll go here. Um Uh, there we go. Mm, here we go. Three new amoebas. Right there. So there's the Palamute. There's the Palico.
1: I gotta say, I like the cat the I most. Like to,
0: yeah, the cat looks pretty good. Now, whoops. Uh, oh, it says swipe with my arrow keys. I'm trying to do that. It's not really... This isn't... Oh, here we go. So yeah, they've changed the pose, I think, for the official, but... The cool thing is, uh, yeah, they look pretty good. We'll just do this because I think this looks the best. Um, but yeah, see, they, the dog looks good, uh, but the cat looks adorable. It looks like they've changed the official pose. I don't know which the official pose is gonna be, but that, it's a ninja cat basically. Yeah. And it looks, pretty, I mean, look at that sword. It's got bird, I think, on its. Hang on. Yeah, it's amazing. I think they're about twelve bucks a piece, so I think I'm gonna order one. That's before not they bad. Get, they get sold out. Yeah. The I do like the dog, and what's cool, <coughs> I know in Monster Hunter World you can only have like one pet, and the one coming out for the Switch, the Ri- Monster Hunter Rise, you can have two pets. So they said you can have two Palicos, you can have two Mal, you can have a Pal- two Palomutes, or you can have one of each.
1: I would have one of each. Yeah,
0: because yeah. you gotta you gotta roll in with the posse. Of course. Um Yeah, but um, it is a very sad day. Uh, it is. I wanted to do the thing with the fun with the animals, which is fine. Uh, but, you know, we'll miss Annie. It's it's difficult to look into the, um, look in the laundry room and her bed's not there, her food's not there. It
1: was difficult, um, um, cleaning that area up. Yeah. For and sure. And it's,
0: uh, it's hard. You know, Annie was a good cat. And again, when all this kind of stuff happens, you start thinking about everybody else that's passed away. And mm-hmm. y- you can make the comment out there say, well, you know, it's just a cat, but they are members of your family. And like I said, Annie was here for... Over 10 years, so it's hard. Well,
1: I won't go into detail, but every year it's been something.
0: Yeah, yeah. If you've been listening to this podcast for a while, I mean, this is going to be in the 80s, this episode. And um, it's always something. Mm -hmm. So it's difficult. Um, But it's crazy now. I'm actually playing a game for review for the podcast that I I won't get done with. It'll probably be a couple more weeks. It's a long game. Uh, But there's a cat in it, and it's adorable. And I will be talking about the cat more, I think, now than I would have before. Because I, took for the, I think I took for granted that I had a cat. But now that I see cats... You know, I think it, it is because I'm a dog lover, right? So in games, when the option, they're like, do you want a cat or a dog? I'm like, well, I want a dog. Even though I loved Annie, I wanted a dog. Now I'm like, hey, how many cats are in this game?
1: Mm-hmm. You know
0: what I mean? I'm going to name this cat Annie. And I heard in the new Assassin's Creed Valhalla, you actually there's a cat... Uh, that you get on your Viking boat because it's Viking themed and the, the cat just stays on your boat. It's like an omen or something.
1: yeah, I grew up with cats first no oh. so I've been a cat lover yeah yeah, mm-hmm.
0: yeah so it, it's rough it's rough when you you know mm-hmm. So yeah I mean I hate to bring everybody down. I know the holidays are coming up. I think this will actually post after the holidays, but be safe. Uh, this is going to be a shorter episode, but we're kind of sad. I'm literally drinking my grandmother's uh, heart medicine. It is very he strong. Can,
1: he can have that.
0: Mm. Mm-mm. Oh, my God. Oh. <laughs> Funny story. Years ago, um, I was dating someone, and she was a party girl. I don't know why I dated her, because I'm not a party guy. But uh, we were near my grandmother's house, and I said, Hey, you want to go meet my grandma? We weren't dating that line. She said, sure. She goes, yeah. And I said, now, my grandma likes a stiff drink. My girlfriend said, that's great. Because she liked to party. She liked a couple cocktails. My grandma made her one of her heart medications. Full glass. You know like those tall glasses you get, you just put water in? My grandma filled that up probably three quarters of the way with vodka. (laughs) A little bit of seltzer. Threw a lime in there and gave it to her. And I was sitting next to my girlfriend. They both took a sip at the same time. And I heard my girlfriend go,
1: oh.
0: And my grandma said, you all right? And she said, oh, it's great. It's fine. It wasn't fine. It wasn't great. It was mostly vodka. So, you know, there's that. Uh, yeah. Um, so cool.
1: Um, I got to say, I'm glad the heart medicine wasn't scotch. That, um.
0: That's a. That, something else. Yeah, it's it's terrible. I mean, well, scotch isn't terrible. Like, it, scotch isn't I mean, t- it,
1: it's, you know, it's. Obviously, to each their own. But to me, it just doesn't work.
0: Yeah. Well, I think for me, <laughs> coffee's
1: Scott, my choice of any type of drink.
0: Right. Well, there's a time and a place for scotch. I mean, we could get into this later, but there's a time and a place. Uh, you're. Uh, you may think that there's no time for scotch. I think very little time, but there's still <laughs> time for scotch. Um, I don't know. I'm. So I'm sorry. This is a shorter episode, but we're. Uh, we didn't get a lot of sleep last night and uh, it was kind of a bummer day uh work was fine i guess i know uh you know you you've been um furloughed for a while so it's been hard uh oh
1: yeah it's it's i would say it's been a couple months and it's been extended even more yeah um so you know hopefully uh this furlough will end soon yeah Mm-hmm. Uh, the
0: good news is that your work told you you weren't laid off. you're actually yes, deferred, and so I
1: do have health insurance. That's for very good. both of us. So yeah. Yes. So
0: luckily, I'm working. Yeah. And able to pay bills, which is fine. But uh, it was it's just a rough day. It's Friday. Mm-hmm. You want to you want to have this joyous thing where the weekend's coming up and you're excited. Uh, I'm actually going to play D and D this weekend, so I'm excited about that.
1: Yeah, I'm excited. For you're you. going
0: to play D and D with Martin, or a friend of ours. We're going to do that.
1: This weekend?
0: No, not this weekend. Just later. Oh, yes. Yes. Yeah. So she's kind of excited. See, here's the deal with my wife. She's low-key, always says, I'm terrible at role-playing. I don't know if I'm going to do well. And then, about 30 minutes in, part of her brain clicks on, and she's amazing. So I love it when she says stuff like, I'm going to be terrible at this. The last thing we did, and I've said this many times, and I'm going to say it again on the podcast, trying a new game out, trying a new rule set, and she was like, I, don't, I mean, I guess, sure. And I was like, it'll be really quick. You'll be fine. She did amazing. She really locked into who her character was, even though it was a pre-done character. You made good decisions. You asked good questions. Uh, she's good at it. She's really good at it. Thank you. I appreciate so,
1: that from the highest esteemed DM.
0: Yeah. See, I just paid her to say that. So, you just disregard the whole thing. I mean, here, thing. let me
1: put these bills back in my pocket. Yeah, put the
0: bills back. I'll, give me my card back. Anyway. Anyway. <laughs> um, she did amazing, so I think she's going to be good. We're, what we're going to do is a shorter session, a D&D thing, and I think what's going to happen is we will record them all, and then I'll put them on the podcast so you can actually hear us play because uh, this is Gaming with Grief. Um, something happened in the world of D&D in this thing that will be grief-stricken. Uh, the uh, Martin was on the podcast a few weeks ago. Actually, he, he was on a um, last week. Uh, because he was in the Dragon Age campaign, and the one that you probably should have just listened to was the second part. He's going to be on that, and he wanted to play just D&D, so I'll be running the campaign. I'll be the DM, and my wife will play, and Martin will play, and I'll have an NPC, and it'll only be about two sessions, but we're going to record it, and I'll put it up on the podcast so you can actually hear us play D&D. So to the other person that isn't Martin that is listening to this, you're in for a treat, I guess. That's what I'm saying, so... Yeah Yay Yay. But um, again my wife isn't excited But she'll be amazing when we start So she'll, she'll be like I don't really know I want to slit this guy's throat Like whoa baby where's that coming from But alright I mean yeah he, he did try to kill you first So it's fair um, But that's what she'll do So again uh, Annie we will miss you You're a great cat
1: You're a great cat Annie
0: We love snuggling with you I love the fact that you would jump in my lap And you couldn't decide if you wanted to face one way or the other So you just walk back and forth
1: and then she'd paw your, claw your chest to tread.
0: Yeah, she, she'd paw your chest. She used to do this thing when we first got her where she'd paw your face, but then you'd kind of ignore that. So then she started using her claws. And I got really mad a couple times because she's literally clawing your face. And I'm like, Annie, I will strangle you. But she would just start to purr, and I'd be like, all right, I'm kidding. I'm not going to strangle you. So you were a good kitty, Annie. You're a good kitty. I hope you and Grandma—I don't know if I believe in God— but I'm really stuck in this idea of a rainbow bridge. See, when your animal dies... You know, the, the vet, they always give you the same poem. There's a rainbow bridge that's connecting both heavens. When you pass away, your animals are on one side of the bridge, you're on the other, and when you pass away, you'll be able to meet in the middle and play. I hope that's true. I hope when I I mean, pass that away, sounds
1: really nice. If it's just a me. bridge
0: with two open fields, I'm totally fine with that version of the afterlife, where you just get to walk around, you see all your dead relatives, and then, like, hey, by the way, there's a bridge over there and every animal all of us have owned is over there. They know us. They want to play. Let's go over there and go play. We get to see Annie and the pups I've like Shadow, Scooter that I've owned. You have Jessica. Mm-hmm. Like they're all just over there, just frolicking.
1: Yeah, that sounds amazing. Which indeed. would be crazy
0: for a cat, cause cats don't frolic. But you know they probably frolic. Oh,
1: oh, they can do whatever they want. Right. right.
0: Yeah. So we love you, Annie. We love you, Annie. Sleep, uh, sleep, uh, the deepest sleep you ever slept. And um, you know what that, guys? Uh, have a good week. Uh, Be safe out there.
1: Happy Thanksgiving. Happy
0: late Thanksgiving if this is coming out late, which I think it will. But happy Thanksgiving. uh, And we'll talk to you guys next week. Bye. Bye. So that was us talking about Annie passing away. And I just wanted to throw in an outro here. So, again, this will hit my uh, website, www.gamewithgrief.com, Monday at 7 a.m. So go there. Leave a comment. Let me know what you think of the episode. Uh, Go to iTunes. Subscribe there. The podcast is there. Uh, Look for the Gaming with Grief podcast with Joseph Carlson. It's got a black background. You can find it there. And, uh, you know, uh, if you want to drop me a line, go to GWGpodfellows at gmail.com. Go there. Let me know what you think of the show, uh, that kind of thing. And then also, I'm doing this again. I'll try to remember to do this. I'm on Twitter. Uh, I'm at just little Joe. So go there, let me know what you think of the show. Uh, I you know I don't re- I'm trying to be more active on Twitter, but um, you know I'm trying to use this mostly for the podcast. So anyway, uh, again, have a safe Thanksgiving everybody and I've said it several times, but I really want everybody to be safe and happy over the holidays and uh, we'll see you guys next week.